Kingdom Men. Hey, welcome back. This is Shane coming at you again with another podcast. And guys, before we get to recording, I just wanted to take a minute to thank you for all the support uh, of the podcast. And, you know, it's been tremendous. Seems every episode, the viewership, the subscriptions, the, the likes, the follows have been constantly increasing. So really appreciate everything and hope you guys are enjoying it. As always, just feel free to provide me some input. So guys, today is our Easter podcast and so excited, so excited to have this discussion. Not only are we going to talk about the resurrection, but we're going to talk about the full events that took place during that time period. And, and you know, with me, backed by popular demand, and I am a man of the people, so I listen. Brent Hubbard is back with me. Brent, why don't you say hello to, to everybody that wanted you back, man? Well, good morning, Kingdom Men, Kingdom Ladies. Kingdom Ladies. Whenever you're watching. So I guess it may not be morning, but it's good to be with you again. Thanks, Shane. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Uh, I mentioned before in our last podcast, about 30% of our listeners are actually female. So, you know, maybe, uh, maybe, some, of these, cool. maybe some of these, uh, some of the women are pushing the men along to, you need to listen to this. <laughs> you know, you need to listen to this. So let, let's let's jump right in, and and um, guys, we're gonna start off again that 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 brutal brutal beating that Christ took, and even the even leading up to it, the the trial, the the being falsely accused, it it just is something that when you read the scriptures or you see the videos of the movies, it's it's a pretty pretty bad visual. Sure, I mean it's it's horrible, but but but. To, to think about it and actually going through that, I mean, can you just like imagine like what, what it was like to be there? Like, Man. what was it like? I mean, it, and when you really connect with that, like what, what, are, your, what are your thoughts actually on, on, the, on the crucifixion of Christ and the events leading up to that? Yeah, well, I mean, as you said, it's hard to comprehend what it would have been like to be there, you know, to be one of the disciples or, or one of those who kind of traveled around with Jesus knowing that he has said, you know, this this temple, if you tear it down three days later, it's going to come back again. Right. You know, um, so he's prophesying his death and resurrection. He's told him going, it's, it's needful that I go away. It's still, I'm sure, hard to comprehend that that was actually going to transpire, right. that he was going to be arrested, as you said, falsely accused and and crucified. You know what I mean? Not just this, you know, ex execution in kind of some other form, but a criminal's death. The worst of the worst, you know, the King of Kings, um, and so I, it's hard. To, it's hard to fathom that. You know what I'm saying? And putting yourself into into the to the shoes of some of the disciples around that time, like you said, they were they were kind of now. You know, this this is the Savior, right? I mean, absolutely. Like he, he's he, he's the Messiah. He's he, right. He's, he can snap at the fingers. He's not going to do this. Yeah, I mean, he he's told the the wind and the waves, peace be still. Going, what are they going to do to him? You know what I mean? He's going to overthrow Rome. He's going to give conquering power to the Jewish people. You know what I mean? Their rightful home place. They're going to be in charge again, and 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 he's going to be the king. You know what I mean? That's how this is going to go down. I'm sure that's what they thought in their mind. I you know, so. I, I would. I mean, exactly. I would too. I mean, like, yeah, look who I'm rolling with. Right. Know? I mean, like you said, the, the guy controlled the wind and the waves and nature. So what makes me think that he can't control men? Right. Absolutely. If you can control those elements. So, I mean, kind of in your own words, Brand, I mean, what personally, like what does the, the sacrifice that Christ made through that brutal process and on that, on the cross. And it's been said many times that love <clears throat> held Christ on that cross, not, not the spikes that, that we nailed into his yeah. hands, but like, like what, what does it mean personally for you? And it just, 
means everything. I mean, on a daily basis, I think, I, I don't know, maybe I'm different than other people, you know, but there's, there's a scripture in Revelation that talks about the accuser of the brethren that accuses the saints both day and night, that he's been cast down. Um, I don't know about everybody else, but the enemy comes to accuse me of, of an old past life and things that I've done all the time. You know what I mean? And so it doesn't take a lot for me to remember the reality of what Jesus has done, because if it were not for what he did, I'd still be living in the very present reality that I'm unforgiven, that I am justly and rightly heading towards a devil's hell, something that was not prepared for mankind, but prepared for the devil. But because of Adam and Eve's sin in the beginning, I am now going to pay that same price. I mean, God said in the beginning to Adam and Eve, said the day that you eat of this tree, you will surely die. And that that punishment, that consequence, it was it was uh, a, a reality then, and it's still a reality today. You know what I mean? Oh, Ezekiel yeah. says the soul that sins will surely die. And so I, I sit on this continual, sit in this continual reality on a daily basis, knowing that had it not been for this substitutionary atonement of Jesus Christ stepping into my place, that I was heading towards hell and eternal punishment forever. But that's the awesome part about what Jesus did. You know what I mean? That he who knew no sin became sin on my behalf. And it expresses and evidences this absolutely unfathomable love for me and for you and for you yeah. um, th that we just can't comprehend. Yeah. I mean, in fact, too, like you said, I mean, having knowing in my head that Christ was hanging on that cross for me. Yeah, in, in absolutely. 2023. Yeah. Christ was hanging on that cross because he loved me. And, yeah. and, and also to the whole time that, that he was on the cross, you know, it, you know forgive them. Yeah. Forgive them. Forgive me. Forgive Absol you. Absolutely. They know not what they do. Yeah. And I, I know whenever somebody cuts me off in traffic, I'm, I'm, I'm all spazzed out and, and, <laughs> and here Christ was getting, having this brutal, brutal death. And, and, you know, I, I know from a, from a standpoint of actually whenever we accept Christ, and we get that Holy Spirit just flourishing inside of us. It's a it's a different feeling. It's a different. It makes that crucifixion and that sacrifice seem like that much more of a connection. Sure, you know what I'm saying. It's kind of yeah. I know it's kind of hard to say, but it's like at that point, and again, us as men, we like to be strong and rock hard. And no, man, I can't do. You know, it'll it'll bring a strong man to his knees. Sure, absolutely. Well, when you when you just recall all that you knew that you've done and you remember the sacrifice that was paid on your behalf. You know, we've, we've talked about this before and I was thinking about it this week. I was actually reading an article this morning. There, there's a lot of kickback, uh, particularly today from progressive Christianity mm. that is completely against this thought of substitutionary atonement. And, and if, if you're not clear on what that means, it just means that you know, as we've already stated, but I kind of run it back for you. You know, in the beginning, Adam and Eve sinned. They had been told the day you eat of this tree, you'll surely die. So God had already set the terms. You know what I mean? I, there's this perfect world, perfect bodies, perfect everything, giving you this one rule. Don't, you know what oh, I mean? Don't, don't, don't do this. But they did brought sin and death and destruction into all of humanity and relationships, the cosmos, all of it. God in his kindness and mercy 
kills the first thing, first living thing that's ever been killed, right? Kills an animal. It's, it's blood was shed on behalf of Adam and Eve. Their skin, the skin of that animal placed on their bodies is this semblance of covering their sin. You know what I mean? And then we see in the Old Testament, there's this <clears throat> sacrificial system that, and, and the Lord says, Leviticus said that life is in the blood, right? So they weren't to eat a drink of blood or eat anything that still has the blood in it, it had to be drained out. And so ultimately there was a sacrificial system that they had to kill bulls and goats and animals sacrificing the blood of that animal that would then cover their sins. Fast forward into the New Testament, we know that Jesus dies on our behalf, having been sent by God the Father, and also coming on his own volition, you know what I mean, as part of the triune Godhead, and he dies in our place. And so there's a, but there's a lot of kickback saying, well, how could a good God, a good father, send his son to die for people who were the ones who were wrong when he was sinless, you know? And so uh, I was reading something this morning, even going, that's cruel. How could God be a good God if he's cruel? Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. And so, but what we have to understand is even in those kind of things, and I do think it's important, you know, we've talked about it before and some on that last podcast about the importance of this moment where there's this great exchange of us bringing our sinfulness to the Lord and just going, I, I've got nothing. I'm empty handed and lost and broken, but you are offering me this gift of salvation. If I place my trust that in this moment, I am laying down, surrendering my life, and you are going to give me your righteousness, your forgiveness, your love, and your salvation. And so it's important, I think, for us to kind of really comprehend that we cannot live, and I think it's part of our culture today, and just in our own life, we want to live on our own terms. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. We, right, because we do. Right. Yeah. We want to be the ones to set the rules. Right. But the Lord said from the beginning, this is the way it is. He's the authority. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we were not there in the beginning when it was all created. He was. He's the one that was there before time began and when there was still nothing. And so I think it's just important for us to recognize going, he sets the terms and the terms are that blood had to be shed in order for there to be forgiveness. And he sent his own son on my behalf and yours. Right. And so we accept that substitutionary atonement that Jesus stepped in on our place. And when I think about my old life and that he still loves me and died on my behalf, that's, man, how can you not, you know, Romans says it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. When I see and experience and remember that, what he's done on my behalf, and how can I not help but worship? Right. And just, you yeah. Just, yeah, you just get you just get emotional on that. And, and I think you, you raise a good point is, is that a lot of times in today and in, in some of the, especially like the progressive Christianities and some of that, that that's going around is we want to conform the Bible to our lives right. as opposed to us conforming our lives to the Bible. Right. Scripture, into God's word. Absolutely. You know, it's like, well, God didn't really mean this. He didn't mean Right. No, admit it. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Paul said in Romans 12, that's that familiar verse going, stop conforming to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. It, that's how it's supposed to happen. Just like you said, we trans, we conform to it, not, not vice versa. Right. So. so, I mean, and, and again, now that's, that's kind of leading up and, and again, in, into that crucifixion and just the, the heinous event that it was, but yet Jesus still taking that, that, that with love and, you know, essentially in, in my as 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 a real man. And Absolutely. I mean, you know what? I mean, we sit here talking about how being tough and where, where God rubs some dirt on me. All right. 
that's a man right there. Yeah. For, for, that's, a, that's a man right there. And then you, you think about it too, is like after seeing and going through all this and, you know, the disciples and then for that three days, like wh what was that time period like? And, and I know even mm. leading up to that, you know, you can speak a little bit about just some of how Simon Peter, his right hand man. Yeah. Leading up to it, denied him. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You'll speak a little bit about that because I think that's that's a powerful transition of hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do this. Well, no, you're not. I'm with you all the way. Yeah, till the death. Until the death. Until the death. Until the death. And that says everybody rolls out. You know, what I mean, the night that Jesus is arrested, everybody does. Some Peter, you know, um, believe and believe another disciple as well. You know, they kind of follow in the, in the shadows. But that sub that uh, circumstance that you were bringing up, you know. While Jesus was the high priest's house, it's that, that that's that moment that Jesus had prophesied. You before the night's over, before the rooster crows, you're going to deny me three times. And so he's there around the campfire. Three different people come up and they're going, "You are a Gal you're a Galilean. You're with Jesus." You know, mm -hmm. no, I was not. I was not with him. I don't know him. And at that moment, it says, while he was still speaking, the rooster crows, and it says Jesus looks at Peter. And so there's this moment where he gets the look, you know, the look. we all know the, <laughs> the look, look. We, we, the, we, the look, whether it's as a kid, you know, yeah. and your parent catches you doing something wrong and you're like, oh, no, you know, yeah. <laughs> and they're giving you going, you son, you, you know what you're doing is incorrect. You know, um, I, I really don't think that in that moment from Jesus, it's this moment of con condemnation. I do believe that. Just like we've said, it's this moment where I'm sure Peter was pricked in his heart because it says in that moment, he remembers what Jesus says and he goes out and he weeps bitterly. Bitterly, Yeah, he weeps bitterly. He is broken in his heart. And, and that's what that's what these moments that we're trying to recall as we celebrate the resurrection, the death of Jesus. All of these uh, occurrences should bring us back to this truth that we are broken and sinful and we need to repent. Right. It's this this place of humility and vulnerability going, I got nothing, Lord, right. I'm empty. And so Peter goes out and he weeps bitterly having denied him. Right. Yeah. And, and I was listening to uh, kind of another podcast and an interview last night and you know, they were talking about Easter and how we focus on the resurrection. And again, yeah. the, the greatest event in human history. Absolutely. You know, it, which is right. We do focus on that, but a lot of times in our discussions, we tend to leave out the brutal events that got to the resurrection. Right. And yeah, if it's and not for that, why, right. Like you're saying, why, why did that have to, why do you have to die? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's why, you know, on, on this, on this episode here, we wanted to talk about that is, you know, yes, there, there is, there is, we know who wins the war. Right. Absolutely. We know, we know who Absolutely. Wins, but the price that had to be paid and even more important, the why right. the price had to be paid. Right. Is that too? And, and you mentioned again about Peter denying Christ. And, and then once Christ dies, Peter goes back to fishing. Yep. The guy hadn't fished for three and a half years since, since he dropped his nets and followed Jesus. Yeah. And then once Jesus dies, Peter goes back to what he was familiar with. Yeah. To his comfort. Yeah. And, and I think as, as, you know, me, I can only speak for myself. That's something I do. I, I tend to. Sure. When things get tough, when things don't go my way, I, I can I can go back to what's familiar. Yeah, absolutely. With that, but you know, I, I know you know, you you can pick up the rest of the story. I mean, because you know, and about how Jesus calls out to Peter. Yeah. Even though Peter was like, "I'm not worthy. I'm going to go fishing." Yeah. 
What an incredible thing that 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 day that Jesus shows up again on the Sea of Galilee, where he had originally called Peter, saying, "Come follow me. I'm going to make you. That's right. I'm going to make you fishers of men." Here Peter is, as you've already said, back fishing again, and we see that you know Jesus and Peter have this incredible conversation where Jesus is saying, "Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? You know, feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Feed my lambs." And what an incredible thing that, you know, I, I really believe, and I think you were mentioning that you'd heard maybe Tony Evans share about, you know, the the uh, different types of love that, that Jesus is trying to call out of Peter right. in that moment. And I know that that's true. I think one of the things Jesus is also doing, because as you said, Jesus, the Lord, the Lord is so kind and good to us that he always brings it back full circle in, in the same way that, you know, the children of Israel, they miss it big time. Whole generation dies, you know, and they don't make it into the promised land. But God in his mercy brings it back full circle so that this promise that was given to Abraham is now going to be fulfilled, you know what I mean? And they step into a promised land. And so here we are again, Peter having denied him three times, failed, went out and wept bitterly. I'm sure felt like I or, or many of you probably have, like, it's over. I've done this, and it is so heinous and awful and despicable. I've known the greatness of a life walking with God, living for him, you know, leading my family maybe for all you guys. And leading well, you know what I mean, doing what's right, and then I then I walk back into an old old time, old way, old thing that I used to do. I completely botched this whole thing, but yet Jesus in His kindness calls out to us, saying, "Yeah, I I know, I know, and I'm going to give it to you three times again." You know what I mean? R reminding so that you recall again the brokenness of your life without me. But also remember that I am calling out to you to say, it ain't over. You are still chosen. You are bought by my blood. You are now forgiven and freed. And I have still commissioned you to be this fisher of men. Yeah. What an incredible thing. You know what I mean? That Jesus is, is having this conversation going, you are still mine, boss. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You're yeah, you're still mine nowhere. and I love you. Yeah, you yeah know? you're going nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, I mean, it, it was, it was that Tony Evans where he was talking about, you know, Peter, do you agape me? Yeah. You know, the agape is the highest, Christ, you know, God love, unconditional love that, that, that God and Christ, have, I mean, that Christ has for us. Yeah. And, and, and it is pretty remarkable. And, and to Peter's credit, he, he does come back. And it's so yep. much, so much that he feels whenever his death, whenever he's crucified, he doesn't want to be crucified like Christ. Yeah. It, 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 he chose, chose to be crucified upside down. Yeah. which looking at the pictures are, are pretty wild it, sure it, but he did not feel worthy to say to die in the same manner in the same fashion that jesus christ did yeah the savior so that that's pretty impressed impressive on peter's part to come back and again a lot of people that are listening to this right now maybe things have happened to you maybe circumstances have taken you away um, christ still loves you god Absolutely. still loves you the same as today as he did yesterday as he will tomorrow so so really it's it's, it's up to you which We'll transition into the resurrection. Yeah. I mean, and then here we are on that day whenever you know, they go to the tomb and it's empty. The, yeah. The, 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 the garden Stone's there, rolled the away. stone is rolled away. And, and there it is. And you know, through our conversation, we talk about the, what the apostles must have thought and what the, what the disciples and whenever they got there, what do they thought? I mean, can you imagine like sitting there? Like they couldn't even believe it when Mary came back. She's like, 
What, what do you mean? Yeah, he's gone. He's They've gone. taken his body. We don't know where they've taken him. Yep. No, I, it was a- absolutely mind blowing trying to sort that through in your in your head. You know uh, <laughs> how how they must have felt because I'm sure they didn't believe Mary at first. That's why Peter and the other disciple came running. You know what running. I mean? Going to say what? Yeah, <laughs> let me check. What'd you say? Yeah, yeah. Let me check and say I. I it, you know, it's it's again not not to 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 mean the the you know the conversation or or that situation by any stretch of the imagination sure. but you know i almost picture too is is like everybody around like i, I love rocky rockies are like yeah. my favorite movie <laughs> yeah. and, and and you can just hear that that theme song when rock when, rock, when yeah i have the tiger like, in the background it looks like he is almost <laughs> done you hear dun, 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 yeah dun, there you go you know and you just know and it's like that's right oh it's oh it's on it, it, <laughs> it's right. on and, and yeah the countdown the countdown well, you remember that old school song by Carmen called "The Champion." The champion. Yeah, man, that's all. It's all about this cosmic fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, between the Lord and Satan, you know what I mean? Which obviously Satan has no power. Good. But uh, yeah. but I mean that resurrection, and and again, I mean it's it's that time in 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 our lives too, and the reason why again we celebrate churches are packed, pews are packed, and you know it, it it's really good to see spring, new flowers. There's new growth everywhere. Sure. Again, in, anybody that's listening to this, you, you feel this is your time. You know, absolutely. Again, if you stepped away, if if you're you're in a deep situation, you know, now is the time of rebirth. Now yeah. is that time. Yeah, and the resurrection time. Uh, of, absolutely for, for that. And and I know we've talked before too about about you know John three sixteen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And but but there is there is a little John three seventeen too. That absolutely. A lot, that, that that many people I know we we all know. 316 for God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son, uh, so he could die. And but 317, God sent him into the world not to condemn it, yeah, but to save it. Absolutely, you know, and it's one of those things is that I've had conversations, I'm sure you've had conversations when people quote 316, it's like take a little step further, sure, yeah, you may be even more impressed when you take it a step further to 317, yep, it's like wow. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, 317 is awesome. Uh, my my grandmother, um, my Grammy, I call her. Um, yeah, she was always always a big proponent of 316, 17, and 18. So and, uh, yeah, let, me, let me give you 18, too, okay. because I, I think it applies. If you're listening and you've walked away from that relationship with Jesus, it's so important that you that you really focus in and you hear hear this verse. So here's what it says. It says, he who believes in him. And I think these are, I, I always love the amplified version. I like these uh, additional thesaurus words that it, that it breaks out for us, right? So it says, he who believes in him, clings to, trusts in, relies on him, right? Because that's what this is about. It's not just about this mental, like, oh, yeah, I believe. It's about this building your life on, right? It's that, uh, that parable that Jesus told two guys building houses, one on the sand, one on the rock. And the reality was the one who built his house on the rock, the house stood when the storm came. But Jesus, in telling the disciples when he's breaking that down for him, he said, that's the man who hears my words and does what I'm saying. Right. So there's action yeah, to action, it. Right. And right. for guys, when we know, I mean, that that's our M.O. We want action. Right. We want action. And so when we think about our life in Jesus, there's got to be some action to it. Right. So it says clings to, trusts in, relies on, is not judged, or he who trusts in him never comes up for judgment, right? There's no rejection, condemnation. He incurs no damnation. 
but he who does not believe or cling to or rely on or trust in is judged already. And here's why in the important part, because he has not believed in and trusted in the name of the only begotten son of God. So the, the important part that, that we've got to remember is that placing of our life into the hands of Jesus and saying, I trust you to the point where, and place my faith in you and what that really means. I'm, I'm going to put action behind it. Here's my life. You know what I'm saying? And if you're here uh, listening today, Y'all do do that. You and don't wait till you're don't at wait. church. We were talking about that the other day. Going, don't wait till Sunday. You know, well, Easter's coming. I'm going to go and I'm going to get my. No, 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 no. Right now is the day of salvation because none of us are promised tomorrow. We're not promised the next five seconds. And so don't don't wait. Don't wait. Go, I'm going to go talk to my pastor. Listen, you don't need a pastor. That's the whole whole deal. I'm not demeaning pastors at all, but Jesus is the mediator. Right. You know right. what I mean? He's the one that is the mediator between God, the Father, and us. He's the one who's through his blood sacrificed on our behalf that the veil was rent in the temple, and now we have access to God the Father because of what he's done. And so talk to the Lord today. You know what I mean? Yes. If you're if the Holy Spirit's touching your heart and you got tears streaming down your face in your car today or at work today at your cubicle, yeah. listen, for, forget what anybody else thinks. Say, Jesus, I need you, and I'm placing my life in your hands again. That is what you need to do yeah. today. And he paid that price so you could. So you could, yeah. Absolutely. And there's not many guarantees in life, but I guarantee Guaranteed. you that if you do this, your yeah. life will change. Absolutely. He will. He says, knock and I will answer. Absolutely. I'm, I'm knocking yep. y'all. I'm knocking at your door. Knock, knock, knock. All you yep. just answer. Absolutely. And, and, and he he does not. Uh, Christ is Christ is persistent. Absolutely. Praise just, praise be to the Lord. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm yes. thankful he kept, you know, kept knocking on my door. I'm just you know, but yeah. and I finally opened it up. But it it is it is uh it is remarkable. And I echo what Brent's saying. If you if you're hearing this and you haven't accepted Christ and you haven't invited Him into your heart, now's the time. Now's the time. Not tomorrow. Not tonight. Not yeah. this weekend. Not Easter. You know, right now. Yeah, uh, and, and it, it's it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's kind of wild is, is that, you know, not many things kind of get me really stirred up. But when you were reading that verse, man, I mean, I literally got chills <laughs> on, my, on my, my entire body. Yeah. And just like my eyes just water a little bit just because there's some, I mean, just so much power. Absolutely. That's it's not, alive and active. That's not just words on a page. Absolutely. You know, I mean, that is that is life guided. Eternity's oh, man. Guided. Absolutely. You know, and it, and it is. It is extremely powerful. It's uh, anything that has stuck around this many years, constantly the best-selling book, if you want to call it a book. It's, you know, if you want to call I mean, in every year, Yeah. It, 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 it shows the power of that. Absolutely. It, yep. It shows the power. It does. <laughs> I, I was thinking about this circumstance that, uh, that we, we don't talk about a lot, but even as we talk about the resurrection, um, I was thinking about it. it's Matthew twenty eight fifteen, and it talks about how the chief priests and the elders pay off the soldiers. You remember this? Yeah. It's kind of this it weird circumstance weird. we don't. Yeah. So it says that they yeah. pay off the soldiers, and here's what it says. So they took the money as they were instructed, okay? And it says that to this day, the same lie, right? Because they were they were instructed, take the money, go tell everybody that that the body was stolen, you know right. what I mean, and that Jesus didn't raise from the dead. The same lie is being propagated today among the Jews. That's what the scripture says, right? And I was just thinking about that because, number one, we don't, that's not something we talk about very often. But, but also the reality is there, there are always going to be reasons why not to believe. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And in our culture, there are so many things coming against why to trust the word of God and the authority of what it says, because to our natural mind, it makes no sense. What are you talking about? The guy, guy died, you yeah. know what I mean? And then three days later, it comes back. Have you lost your mind? You know what I mean? Because to our rational mind, that makes no sense. And that's why scripture says that the preaching of the cross is foolishness to those who don't believe, because it makes no sense to believe something that is supernatural and that is beyond our finite capability to understand. But that doesn't mean it's not true. That's right. You know what I mean? And and for me, something that I've thought about in the past number of years, uh, particularly dealing with, you know, in student ministry is because there's this fight against uh, objective truth. And I just want to encourage everybody that's listening again, know that this is not a truth. It's not one of many truths. It is the The truth. truth. That's why Jesus said that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And so you can trust him today. You really can. That's with right. your life with your life that that is that is that is a great way of wrapping up this episode man i mean it is it's just every time we have this conversation i, I just enjoy it so much and, and again we, we've referenced a lot of things from our last episode uh podcast if you hadn't checked that out i encourage you to check that yeah, out check so, it out guys we're going to wrap up this episode uh again don't wait to accept christ right now right now right now is the time um looking forward to our next conversation So guys, we always end with the kingdom challenge. This challenge is leading up to Easter. We want you guys to pray and take journal. So pray, journal, pray, and take action. Brent led to this, alluded to this a minute ago. So pray, journal what you're praying about, pray over that journal, and then take action on those steps, guys. First step is if you haven't accepted Christ, accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. Brent, thank you very much. Good to be with you. Always a pleasure. Kingdom men and kingdom women. That's right. Love hearing and love hearing and uh, hearing feedback from you guys. Keep sharing this. That's how these crazy algorithms work and all these podcasts is people that like and share it. And uh, Kingdom Men, until next time, we will see you. See ya.